0: We'll be right
1: Welcome to the Mad Men Happy Hour, the officially unofficial podcast for Mad Men on AMC. I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, and we are doing our season 7B preview here. I don't know what we necessarily want to call it, but it's the second half of season 7. The mid mid season, the final career? season if you're going to yeah. be AMC. Uh who knows. It'll all be on one DVD. Nobody cares. Sure. We're we're going to kind of take each character and say Kind of where they are at the end of the season, give you a little refresher, uh, where we think they might be going,
2: what they've got in store. Some broad predictions, because I've yeah. got a couple of, you know, broad predictions, and we got feedback. Yeah. Um, I'm glad. I mean, it's a very bittersweet feeling. Uh, Mad Men is kind of, you know, my I guess my first... favorite show. Is it your favorite
1: show? No,
2: <laughs> but it's certainly one of my favorite shows, one of the ones yeah. I'm more of a fanboy about. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I, it was also kind of like my introduction to the golden age of television. I'd missed Sopranos, mm-hmm. uh, Mad Men, and and Breaking Bad were were kind of 1A, 1B for me. Um, and now they're all, they're all going away, man. Yeah. Seven episodes. That's the bittersweet about, you know, we got an extra episode, 14 instead of 13. We mm-hmm. had to wait a year to get it. And it's just like, you know, remember last year it felt like such a sprint. Yeah. Definitely. It's like a flight from Indianapolis, Chicago. You don't even achieve <laughs> uh, 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 any kind of, of cruising altitude. It's just mm-hmm. a ballistic trajectory. No drinks are served. Nope. It's really a shame. Nope. No. If you're sitting in the tail section, you're not going to get a Diet Coke. No. You're not going to get a, 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 a bag of pretzels. No. You're lucky to get the trash bag to go by you. So the you stewardess can... is going to get five aisles in front of you, and then oh, all, <laughs> all, all stewardesses are secured Yeah. It's it's really bittersweet. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, I And it's kind of tempered, I mean, it it's kind of tempered my excitement Really? Well, I, I mean, like, I, I've got the, oh my god, it's a new season of Mad Men Excitement mm-hmm. But I've also got uh, a layer of this is the end And also, what if it's not, you know, what if it's not as good You know, we've been kind of spoiled sure. by yeah. things wrapping up in satisfying ways At least the shows that we really care about and yeah. that we love mm-hmm. But, you know, it doesn't have to go that way Sure,
1: I I don't know. Like I, I think I was talking last season. It's tough to remember exactly what we were saying about last season or last half season. Uh, I think I was talking about how I don't really know how I need this series to wrap up. It's I don't it's either. not like I was going into Breaking Bad thinking certain things. Sure, here it's more up in the air, and I, it's it's tougher to disappoint me on this one, just because I don't have the expectations that I have for other shows.
2: And I wouldn't rule anything out. Like Don sure. dies. Yeah, I think any possibility you could throw, I feel like that the wiener could pull off. Yeah,
1: it's more about the way they do it rather yeah. than
2: what they do. Um, in in a lot of regards with this show.
1: Yeah, so I I'm not too worried about it. I am like you said, it's it's bittersweet. Uh, get more episodes of Mad Men, but they're the last we get. Uh huh. So
2: I don't know. Uh, let's start talking about the characters before we get on to our preview proper, wanted to talk uh, to people, since it's been a while for some of you, mm-hmm. I imagine. A year. Uh, last we were, uh, you know, we'd gone independent, uh, we were doing this as a full-time job, and we've had a lot of success in that regards. One of the things we did at the beginning of this year is uh, we dispensed with uh, Subbable and Patreon, and we are going with our own uh, crowdsourced uh, funding solution called Club Bald Move, and you can get to it at the cleverly named URL, club.baldmove.com. The upshot is, for as little as a buck a month, you can get a whole bunch of enhancements and premium features to your Bald Move experience. You can get access to live recordings of our podcast, video recordings, so you can actually <laughs> see us live and in studio uh, recording a podcast. If that's what you want, fucking up, making technical errors, uh, oh yeah, bathroom breaks, <laughs> refilling refilling whiskeys into the the coke mixes, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we do lunch gym and a runs, which is a Mostly weekly, sometimes semi-weekly. If if uh, we're we're busy or sick, it's
1: kind of like a variety show sort it of is. deal. Like we talk about, you know, what we've been.
2: Doing games, we, TV. We, we drink watching. beer. We kind of talk about stuff. That, but the cool thing is we got the Q&A app on the Google Hangouts where you can actually yeah. join in live and comment on what we're doing. We can have a little back and forth, the dialogue. Ask us
1: questions. Suggest
2: we... topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's kind of fun. Uh, we also, something we started doing is live watches, which is kind of hard to describe. But essentially... We're trying to give you the experience of being on the couch with Jim and Aaron as we watch a show.
1: Without actually being on our couches. Without actually Sorry. being
2: on our couches. Yeah. Um, and if you go to club.baldmove.com and click on the description to live watch, there's an example of one of our Walking Dead ones, a full uh, full example. You can get the whole uh, show mm-hmm. to kind of see. But, you know, we crack wise on the commercials. We poke fun at the show. We ooh and ah. We gasp and, and yeah. groan.
1: We're going to be doing one of those for this week's Mad
2: Men, as we say. uh we're going to do a live one for the East Coast, which means it's also, as far as you know, live for Central, Mountain, and Pacific time or, or around the world. You can That's the cool thing. You can enjoy it at any moment. And we yeah. we show a redacted version of the video so you mm-hmm. can sync up and know that you're hearing our dialogue at the right places. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully we don't get sued by AMC or anybody like that. Uh, and, and the bottom line is, the most important thing is it supports us as independent podcasters because – you know, sure it's nice that we get the few ads that we do. Um, but the primary way we pay our bills is for people like you to step up and see what we doing uh what we're doing is uh valuable mm-hmm. and use our amazon.baldmove.com link or the club dot com links to support us because it's you that makes this happen. Uh if, if, if we hadn't gone independent, we'd have had to make hard decisions about covering Mad Men or Game of Thrones. Sure. And Game of Thrones, having ten times the audience, would have won. <laughs> and the Mad yeah. Men thing would have been uh, an unfortunate casualty. But we didn't have to make that hard decision because mm-hmm. we get to do this as our livelihood. This is a great job. So if you can find it in, in uh, your heart and your pocketbooks, again, for as low as a buck a month, you can sign up for Club Bald Move and get all these premium features. Ad-free podcasts. Yeah. How About that, you never have to listen to me pitch another goddamn thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, for just a buck a month, again, it's a buck a month, a buck a month. <laughs> Why did we make it a dollar a month? It's too low. What are we doing? What, we're just hoarding up the market. Goddamn. Well, it's too late now. We did it. We've run amok. Yep. We can't. We can't go back now. No, nope. we're not going to Pete Campbell this deal. <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna get grimy we're gonna make this gr- any grimy or pimpier no way so check it out club.ballmove.com. i think you'll find it's a fantastic value and a great way to support us and we appreciate in advance everyone that has done that and yes. everyone that will yes we do absolutely i guess we should start off with
1: you know the main character of this show don mm-hmm. uh last season he was in a lot of hot water with the company they were trying to fire him uh at the end of the season, Roger pulls a hail mary out of his butt, sells a majority stake of the company to McCann Erickson, and Don is included as a major part of that deal, like a, a stipulation. We must gone. have Don. We must have has Cutler, to be
2: Teddy. Yeah, or, or, here, here, not not go. Cutler.
1: Sorry. Yeah, Teddy. Uh, I, I get them confused in my head sometimes. Uh-huh. Um, so Don has to basically talk Teddy into it. Um, and at the end, everybody votes, and his job is saved for at least five years. He's got a five-year contract now, and, and they're going to sell the company. So I don't know where that leaves Don with Megan. I, I don't think that that relationship was ended at the end of last season. It's definitively it, over. It, but Yeah, in spirit, it's over. They they talked, and like Don calls her up during the, the moon landing episode and is like, uh he apologizes, he says they need to talk, and she's like, I'm listening. Uh-huh. And that's kind of where they leave it.
2: Hmm. So I, I don't know where they go next season. I think that, you know, if you listen to our wrap up our wrap up cast is actually a very good <laughs> we should have probably just rerun that as our preview cast. Um, but I think there's a lot of one of the things we did is we went back and looked at the upcoming year of United States history. Uh, yeah, yeah. And what's coming down? One of the things coming down is the you know Sharon Tate murders, which people have been all all mm-hmm. a buzz about for a long time, and oh, like yeah. whether Megan's going to be murdered and all this. I think that <laughs> uh, the theory that I like the best is that that will spark a mini renaissance in the relationship. Maybe they'll have one last fling for the road because she's going to be scared and she's going to be alone out there, and Don, you know, wants to take care of her and still cares about her and and and. I can see them getting back together, but then realizing that that is the end. Yeah, I can see that, too. Um, It has to be the end. I mean, Don
1: is now stuck in New York for five years. There's no way that relationship survives the the bi-coastal thing.
2: No, I don't think it's going to resume, but I think there'll be one last, you know. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing with you. They put a lot of Jessica Parry in the preview material, which, you know, as Mad Men is want, there's not a lot. You got a couple photos and you got some advertisements where everyone's perving on everyone. (laughs) Yeah. you know, Pete's looking gloriously seventies, sure. grimy, pimpy. Yeah,
1: they're they're parading around the sleaze and the beauty of uh-huh. these characters, and uh-huh. it's
2: it's amazing.
1: I, I love their preview stuff.
2: Right, but I th- I, I don't know. I, I think that there's going to be one last hurrah between them. I don't think I. I so the first episode's called Severance. Okay. It, I, I just can't believe that we're going to end Don with a five-year plan that he's just going to execute. Yeah. He's going to shake that up. Or he's going to do something. I I don't know exactly what it is, but...
1: Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, so at the end of last season, the very end, uh, Burt Cooper, the dead Burt Cooper, comes downstairs where Don is standing in the, mm-hmm. the lobby and dances around to a song called The Best Things in Life are Free. Mm-hmm. Right after Don has signed this five-year contract for all this money, I feel like that is Don kind of getting punched in the chest with the realization that he's made a mistake. Sure. By signing this contract. Uh-huh. um, I, I, Severance could be Don changing his mind. Sure. And whether that's to try to rekindle things with Megan or
2: try to just get out of the business so he can repair his relationship with his children. I don't know. That's the thing. I I would be more inclined to think that there would be a last ditch ever to genuinely repair their relationship with Megan and him if it wasn't for his kids. Because to me, yeah. I don't... You know, Megan's a great character. I've enjoyed her probably more than most. Mm-hmm. But to me, the thing that really is going to be important is Don's relationship with his kids.
1: Could Severance potentially be him severing ties with... Sally and Bobby to
2: move out to California. I don't know. I mean, that's an issue. Uh, that's, that's darker. That's, that's darker. a bold choice, Colin. Let's see if it pays off. Uh I I don't know. It's certainly certainly darker. Certainly darker. And it's something that I probably wouldn't be as on board with, but we'll see how it turns out. I mean Yeah. You know, it's you know what kind of childhood Don had and what kind of a monster he's turned into, and at some <laughs> he's I think he's got that awareness about him and his kids and his role as a father, and I don't know and there were be... there were steps towards patching that relationship with, at least with Sally, sure last season, and Bobby is what really needs it because man, that field trip <laughs> episode with his mom just yeah, terrible. Betty let's talk about Betty
1: fuck Betty, man yeah, like Betty's... she's realizing what a terrible mother she is and that her children don't love her, and it's just a matter of time before the youngest don't good. Good. She's getting everything she deserves. I this woman.
2: Ugh. Yeah, Betty is got all of kind of the monstrous aspects of Don mm-hmm. with with a lot of the sympathetic things. You know, she's got a fairly sympathetic backstory, but we don't get to see any of the beats that kind of redeem her character. She feels the one beats she gets are kind of like, you know, the hey, what if we raped this teenager in our house kind of weird. Creed, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't I didn't like I didn't anything her, about that her relationship with the uh, Wiener's uh, weird kid, Glenn, is that his name? Uh yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, she I I don't know why the she's sh- just so spoiled. I she's very one-note and one-dimensional and mm-hmm. uh clearly she's not going to be ever going to be a happy person. No. And the question is whether she's gonna drag her kids down with her, whether her And relation- Henry, like Right. She might destroy his career before the end of this sure. thing. And he's getting fed up with her <laughs> bullshit too. I mean he's yeah. been a saint thus far in a series, mm-hmm. but he's had kind of kind of enough enough of her bullshit too.
1: Yeah. Um and, and Bobby's not Old enough yet to be doing the Sally
2: thing where he's really rebelling hardcore. No, he's just genuinely sad that, you yeah, know, he's like, just, he's in the process of being beaten down. That was the heartbreak of that episode. He was so excited about his mom going to the field trip and mm-hmm. then so disillusioned at the end of it that he's just not, not good enough. You know, he can't make his mom happy. It was the perfect day and Bobby ruined it. <laughs> so what yep. are you going to do? <laughs> yep. God damn it, Bobby. Why you got to do that?
1: Yep. Uh, it, but it's, it's nice to see her like, not nice in a way that I think it's going to change her, but nice in a way that uh, it it made me feel good to see Betty acknowledge how bad she's been.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I I don't want her to have a happy ending at this
2: point. I don't know what a happy ending looks like because they she is so much further, you know, she hasn't done any of the work that Don's done. And, you know, she... Mm-hmm. They did the interesting thing with her seeing a child psychologist, which is very appropriate. Yeah. But she's never really got the kind of quality help she needs to be a happy person. So I would be sure. shocked if she they pull out a happy ending for her in the last seven episodes. And I don't I I'm with you. She's pretty pretty hateful <laughs> character. While okay. we're on the subject of the Draper family, mm-hmm. what do you think is going to happen with Sally? Because she's definitely one of the core characters that they have to get some kind of resolution with in chapter in in this last half season. Yeah, I think so. I think that we're not going to see, you know, as widely speculated for many, many years, that she's not going to go crazy and join the Woodstock Bunch.
1: No, I I can't imagine that.
2: She seems to have too much She's
1: too smart. She's too
2: level-headed.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: She's rebellious,
2: certainly, but for good reason. I'm trying to think, like, you know, what... Because she's such a great blend of Don and Betty, and she's such... Uh, and the actress does such a great job of blending those two performances. I'm trying to think yeah. if she acts out what in what way would she act out to annoy Don or piss off Betty? Hmm. Like I feel like that nerd. Like, like she just doesn't do what Betty the- tells her. Making a. moves with the nerd, like the nerd, that would drive Betty crazy because Betty's yeah, all about yeah, you so. should be beautiful and you should. Mm-hmm use your beauty in the same way that I do, and you shouldn't, you know, settle for some nevish looking doofus. And <sighs> her doing that might piss off Betty, but I don't know. Sure. I, it's not a very interesting choice either. I don't no, know what I, they do with her. I, I, I want to see her get
1: closer to Don, not necessarily farther from Betty. I think she's about as far as from Betty as she needs to be. Sure. Uh, she doesn't do anything she says. she The only reason she does anything ever that Betty tells her is because she's her mother, and she kind of has to at some point. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, I mean, w- once she gets a couple years older, she's not going to listen to anything Betty has to say. Um, but but bringing her closer to Don is the thing that I really want to do because I I feel like they made strides toward that last season. Um, there were a couple episodes where they sat down and had talks, uh, and and Don treats her more like a human being and someone with feelings and someone who can make decisions. Whereas Betty treats her like a small child still.
2: What would you think if like she's going off to college and she decides that she wants to be, have a career in the creative side of marketing and advertising? Hmm. How would Don feel about that? Uh, with his experiences in industry and seeing Peggy the backstabbing and headiness that, that goes that he on there. Just be like, Oh God, the elevator shaft just opened and yawns before me.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe I don't know. I'm I'm not certain how Don feels about the profession at this point. I like I view him as kind of feeling that a lot of this stuff is his own fault in some ways now. Like I know he's, he's fighting against it still and he's got this battle with Cutler that was going on. But in a lot of ways, he's kind of acknowledged that he is a bit of a problem too. Yeah. We've seen him, you know, sit down at a typewriter numerous times throughout this series and kind of have a heart to heart with himself. Uh so I, I don't know if he has any resentment toward his his profession necessarily, more more the people in you know, in those circles. Right on. Um so if if she can maybe do it in a way that he approves of, I I think that would be okay. But I don't really see her going that way. Okay. I don't think I don't think she's got any interest necessarily in advertising. I don't either I don't know but where don't her know interests lie. Exactly. Um, she has kind of just been there to be a foil for Betty and Don for a lot of this.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think of what the perfect ending bet- for her is, and I I really can't think of one.
1: Uh, yeah, it doesn't seem to be Woodstock. It doesn't seem to be like getting married and having a perfect family life like right. her mother wanted, or that- a
2: model like trying to like dabbling modeling like her mom did. Yeah, and... I don't see it. I don't see it. Yeah that's not enough for her
1: but then again i haven't put much thought into where sally goes in in any relation or any way that doesn't relate to don i guess what do they, about- they
2: need to yeah connect back up emotionally what do you think about don what do you think is going to happen with don because um jason Schenkel, to my knowledge is one of the very first ones that kind of uh pioneered his db cooper theory of uh, don draper being literally the db cooper guy that jumps out of the tail section of a 727 with a bunch of money and kind of like starts a new life Mm -hmm. um i don't know if that's going to happen exactly but there is you know we got some feedback about eventually don goes back to being dick whitman somehow yeah and like lives a a quieter more simple life maybe on the west coast maybe what What do you think about that? Do you think he might go back to Dick Whitman? Hmm. Maybe we should put a pin in that to the feedback because some of the, that's, it, it, I don't, I'm not prepared to just start talking about the feedback quite yet. And, but some of the stuff is like, it doesn't, it's, it's seen, it won't sound as ridiculous when you read a couple of emails that I've got here. Okay. Um. Let's talk about Roger. Yeah. Let's if talk you about want to Roger. talk about ridiculous,
1: uh, Roger's gone a little off the reservation. He's, you know, just having tons of sex, doing tons of drugs. Right. It seems like every night, he's he's just living it up. Uh, it can't be good for his heart. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't know what it's going to do for his career. It seems like Roger's just cemented in.
2: You know who Roger? What the well, work he's, he's done in the and past? He's, and, he's he's rich again because there was some yeah. speculation that maybe he was going to be in trouble because of all the divorces, all the apartments he has to buy. <laughs> it seems like him and Mona were seeing more eye to eye with the thing mm-hmm. going on with their daughter, going off to the hippie compound and abandoned as yeah. Elliot. Is that the, I think the his grandson, so. what do you think about him and Mona coming back together now that he's got every last ounce of crazy out of him mm-hmm. and he clearly has affection for this little boy. Um, maybe it's Ellery. It was something oh, really crazy. Oh, it might be Ellery. Yeah. Like Elliot and then celery mixed together. Ellery. <laughs> um, what I, do you think I could see that? Because yeah. Because I also think that um Mar- Margaret's husband, mm-hmm. you know, one of the things I went over my timeline is that the draft starts in earnest. Uh what if he gets called up? So now yeah. there's no one to look after Ellery. Uh they might have to get back together and it maybe not remarried or anything like that. But I think it's cute that in real life Slattery and this actress are married. hmm and that it would be kind of cute to to have them coupled up, if not romantically, then at least like, hey, you know, we've, been, we've known each other a long time. Uh, we've got this mutual interest that we want to see work. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can be, for this kid, the parents that we should have been for Margaret. And that's kind of the redemption arc for Roger.
1: Yeah, and the parent that I guess he kind of wants to be for, you know, him and him and Jones kid. Yeah, like he he isn't involved in that at all. No, uh, for for good reason. Do you think
2: Joan will thaw? You know that 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 will thaw out. Mm. Uh
0: I is don't your know. this is your brother. Know, this is man. your brother cousin. <laughs> We're gonna have a play date.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's get Bob cr- Benson here. To, it, shit gets weird there. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. I I see him more with Mona than than Certainly. with uh,
2: Joan piloting that kid's life. I, I don't think him and Joe, like I said, this is the season where I feel like that there's going to be some coupling going down. Of course, mm-hmm. you know, if you're a long term listener podcast, you know, my feelings about Peggy and Don. Uh, I, I just can't see Joan. I, I think it's kind of interesting if Joan ends up being kind of the spinster of the series. All
0: right. She's I the one that. who
2: always got the marriage proposals. She got married to the douchebag, not doctor. Uh, yeah. She sent him off packing in style. She dismissed. Uh, Bob, Bob. Benson. Mm. um, I don't think she needs a man. No. It'd be interesting to she's, see her. She's rich now, she's getting rich, sure. she's looking
1: for love, sure. uh, true love, you know. I, I don't know
2: what her hopes of finding it are. I mean, that's the thing, like, uh, In this world that she's in. I always think about that. It's tough. Like, if you're beautiful and rich. Mm-hmm. How in the hell do you find a genuine person? Sure, because there's so many wrong reasons <laughs> to fall uh, for 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 a person to court you. Yeah, and so many good reasons for them to make just seem like they're the perfect person. Like, mm-hmm. I, I I just that's why cele- no wonder like celebrities are always getting divorced because sure they're crazy, eccentric, weird, beautiful, rich people <laughs> that pair up with the same, and then you know we get to enjoy their downfall in Us Magazine. I, yeah. yeah i no, i, I kind of like seeing her uh, rise above that fray d-
1: definitely i mean she's not going to settle
2: for something like that and how I mean, if she possibly... wanted to she would have done it with bob so so the other thing that very good point cuz he treated been, her excellently you're right you're right um she would have been the beardiest beard that ever bearded absolutely yeah do you think that i i just so Time jump between these two seasons I think there's going to be a non-existent one It's going to be the standard month to six weeks Between episodes that we usually get hmm. That was my theory okay. last year So with that, I don't think there's enough time For someone to come in and romance Joan And us feel anything but leery about it So yeah, I yeah. think the wiener knows that So why would he go down that path?
1: Maybe they could do it over the course of the season I mean these seasons usually last, what, a year? A yeah A year, year and a half-ish Yeah anywhere
2: from six months to to eighteen months,
1: yeah, so maybe they could over the course of a season like like show a relationship starting to bloom, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the season, bring it around to where maybe she has a happy
2: ending beyond the series. I know a lot that of people, we don't necessarily see a lot of people on the forums on Facebook want to talk about the whole Joan' is a bitch thing, you know that was something that I talked about I toward Don like specifically, yeah i I felt like we talked about that a lot last season, but my default position is. If you and I have the one of the strongest personal professional relationships I've ever had in my life. Okay. If you fucked me out of one and a half million (laughs) dollars, we would be done, man. I don't care what you thought you were doing, what kind of ego stunt you're pulling, whether you thought you had my best, if that's like that's money that and and I think ninety-nine point nine percent of people listening to this podcast, if they're really honest. Uh-huh. And, and let's say it's 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 fifteen million because that's what we're really talking. We're about talking like ten million, money. yeah, ten. We're talking about for a, and, and and you're in a position where because of you, just imagine you're in a position where you're not going to be more than an office manager the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. So this is like if, if for all you for, for all you know, this is a one-time Willy Wonka ticket, yeah. And someone cost you that, and it's your best friend. I think if we're honest with ourselves. That's plenty It of would evidence. be very, very difficult to trust that person ever again. And then the fact that it kind of retrospectively negates the huge personal sacrifice yeah. of dignity that you uh-huh. gave. Yep. No, man. I have no problem with Joan being a, a, a quote-unquote bitch to Don. Yeah.
1: Now, is, is that taken care of by Don being you know, a stipulation in this sale and getting her even more money than she would have had before.
2: Well, here's the fly in that ointment. You and I both don't think he's going to serve out that five-year term. Sure. Sure. But if he did, what would, would that be enough to repair? I th- think in so mind? eventually because Don, yeah. you know, I think John looks- never, it was never personal and he didn't intend to do that. He was just being thoughtless like he always does. And certainly, you know, I think Joan likes and respects him and vice versa. And eventually that would be healed. Um, I think it's going to be what's the interesting choice was if Don fucks us over again and it's like the double down. Oh. Uh you know if you're uncomfortable with Joan treating Don badly, you might want to strap up because <laughs> I <laughs> that would get that would get
1: dark, yeah. Yeah,
2: I mean think about that. It's like uh you cost cost a person 15 million dollars, then turns out they're going to get 30 million and you fuck that up too. <laughs> For reasons you can't... It's like
1: if you have a winning lottery ticket in your hand and somebody just, like... I don't know, spills coffee on it and flushes it down the toilet.
2: you know Don's not going to have a good reason. It's going to be like, I was looking at a water painting of a man paddling canoe. (laughs) I I saw Bert in the lobby, and he was dancing in his socks. (laughs) That's even better. What the fuck are you talking about, That's even better. I had a waking hallucination of Bert dancing, (laughs) and I can't do this. I can't do this. It's not right for me. (laughs) What about me, Don? What about me? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you can go fuck her, because that wasn't right for me, but I did it, so we could all make money. Uh... I think that if you're that would be horrible, yeah. That I've always thought it'd be interesting to see Joan and Don hook up, if nothing else, from a purely sexual standpoint. Just sure, because I think yeah. that's like sexual napalm, okay. And there uh-huh. is the purient side of me that just wants to see what happens. Like I said, the two I've always said the two apex when the two sexual celestial bodies come just, together. It's like... Godzilla versus King Kong, man. <laughs> you want to you want to see Definitely. that? Uh, I don't think we will, but I think that would be. Uh, that that would be certainly fan service for me. All right, so um, that's my position on that. Let's talk about uh, I don't know Pete.
1: Let's talk about Pete. Pete, creepy, will,
2: creepy Pete will be miserable and alone, and. He will be I really sleazy, so. and he will have like. Mm-hmm. I feel like the end of his is he's going to have like a big sleazy Pete win. Does he make it out of the tarp? He's pits? gonna he's gonna make it with some nineteen year old uh, Woodstock burnout <laughs> and get some kind of big partnership off- offer, and he's going to be balding. And with a pot belly and dressed horribly, with this big greasy <laughs> Pete smile on his face, he's going to become a porn director. I think oh, a seventies
1: porn director, boogie nights. Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> I want to see him take his money and invest in a seventies a era mm-hmm. Hollywood porn. You that know, would San be the Fernando perfect Valley. ending. For yes, Pete. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh
1: So at the end of last season, he is somewhat dissatisfied and maybe this lends uh, itself to the porn director's theory. Um he's somewhat dissatisfied with his advancement opportunities within this company. Now th- I think that changes when he realizes he's going to be making 1.5 million or t- a, or 3 million or whatever he's going to make. You keep
2: saying that, but if we both think that Don's going to torpedo this, then that is that sure. That's a momentary triumph that's going to turn to ash right in their mouths. Definitely.
1: I'm just trying to get you know the state of affairs as they lay at the end of is the season. Is there any way that Don... So,
2: is, does Don want to be a creative director anymore? I kind of feel like he did, because he did some I, yeah, really... Like he hit, was talking with... Uh, him fighting Cutler was some of his best work in years.
1: Yeah, and, and who was he having do some ghostwriting stuff for him? Or or who who was he Freddy, ghostwriting for? Right? Freddie, yeah. Uh, he had, you know, a heart-to-heart with Freddie after he got drunk in the office, and Freddie said, man, you got to put in the time. You got to put in the work. Right. Just do it. And then he goes in the office, he sits down at his typewriter and he bangs
2: out yeah, a he bunch had to, of work. He had to write a bunch of taglines for Peggy, like junior shit yeah. that now the mentor mentee thing had completely flipped and he was insulted. But yeah, he did it. Yeah. And, and, and he, he it, got that through his head. And, and it I, did kind of reboot his desire for it.
1: But you know, Don has had, Don goes through cycles sure. with that. Um, Don, Don is kind of in and out of this job um, as it suits him. I don't know if this is a permanent one. I I
2: would put money on this not being permanent. So I think that ultimately where we're going is that Peggy and Don pair up. I don't know if Mm. that means romantically or like husband and wife or any kind of sexual, but I think that they will be, I mean, maybe it's going to be a a Mrs. Hughes, Carson, Downton Abbey type relationship, but I, I can't remember exactly why I think this, but I thought I read an article about the real life, um, erickson mccann hmm. and how it was run one of the founders was a woman and um there was like a person very much like peggy and i think a man very much like don that did have a relationship at, at in that firm i kind of think hmm. that maybe one possible happy ending is peggy and don going and starting a new firm and maybe they take hmm. maybe the only way they can make the sting out of joan and Pete or is if they come in and like make them all equal partners I, man, if I was Joan, I don't know if that would even do it. I know
1: Th- but I'm saying like, so like, now I gotta work my way back up from nothing. We've gotta build this
2: company back up, yeah, I mean, they have the reputations, but that's it, yeah, it's,
0: oof. yeah, and not- also
2: they they'd pissed off so much of Madison Avenue at that point too, yeah, like they, yeah, and, and the tobacco
1: and, companies and like yeah. Who would they be? And they don't have a car anymore. Like <laughs> all their big clients are, they're not gonna have any clients.
2: Yeah, I don't know. You know I hire Freddie. It feels like nailing Jello to a tree, trying to figure out what this show is gonna do. <laughs> it because does. Yeah. There's a lot of things that they've kind of hinted that's gonna happen, and there's a lot of things I think they're just gonna blow up a lot of what they had going in last season. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? And you're talking about the cycles of Don, but I'm kind of done with Don cycling. I think yep. Don this. Last year was about him rebuilding relationships and kind of getting things back on this terminal path, good or bad. I don't think we'll see him do another kind of cycle. So if he- Yeah, I mean, we
1: saw that with Sil- Sylvia. Is that the doctor's wife? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, there's something kind of poetic about a man doomed to repeat himself over and over. I don't, I don't think that, that would make a bad show. It wouldn't be very satisfying, yeah. certainly, to the audience. Um, but you never know. But that's kind of the way that life works, you know. Yeah. Life is not always satisfying. <laughs> People, it's very hard to change who you are. Yeah, it is very hard. And and I'm not certain. I hope, but I'm not certain that Don can change himself to any significant degree. I don't. I
2: really don't know. So what do you? Th- okay. Um, what do you? So what do you think Peggy's arc is going to be?
1: Peggy's arc. man, she so she's still hung up on Ted. Is she? Well, I at the very end, I don't know. They have this Burger Chef moment with Don
2: and, and Pete. Um Ted's a bland invitation to Don. She's gonna be hung up on this somebody, it should be Don. Hey, I'm with you, but okay. it but it's it's fairly apparent with the flower shit and all that stuff that goes on that She's hung up on. Ted. Wasn't that early on? That was Valentine's Day. We ended up on the moon landing in July. That that mm. was. I,
1: I, yeah, and and Don, I don't know,
2: Don. I think if helps anything, her. Ted's going to be hung up on her. Hmm. Because now he's back Maybe. in New York too, right? I assume he's back in New York. We don't really know. A lot of stuff is up in the air because they got this whole. Yeah, creative, they don't tell us anything. You got know? this whole thing in California. Are they going to wrap, every, consolidate everything back? Who's going to be running the shop in California?
1: It could. Sh- it could be Pete. I don't know if, I mean,
2: yeah, I don't know if the show works by coastally anymore. I mean, soon I think they got to wrap up something with Megan, and then we'll probably never go out to California again. Maybe I, I don't know. They got to show us something with Pete. So whether Pete comes back to
1: New York or Pete heads up the operation in California.
0: Hmm.
1: One of the two, I feel like, has to happen. I don't know. As far as Peggy, I'm still up in the air with her. You know, she's been getting a lot more respect lately. I mean, even from Lou, a guy who, uh, I don't know. Is a total garbage human being. (laughs) Tiki bar having motherfucker. I was going to be a little little more subtle. Is not prone (laughs) to giving respect, especially to women in the office place, I think. Uh Um, That... That has changed. She's getting more respect. Um, She's doing well in her career. Very well, from what I can tell. Mm -hmm. She's not doing well in her love life. And that's the thing that has been bothering her, is she is dissatisfied. She comes home and she cries because there's nobody there, right? Mm -hmm. She's (laughs) not happy about that. Sure. So if she's going to have a satisfying ending, I feel like, similar to Joan, she needs to find someone who's going to be there... Not to support her in her career, certainly, but to support her in the other things outside of her career. Okay, I think,
2: I think that's the arc that she's been showing us. Who else do we have to talk about? Because I kind of want to move into some general predictions and then get the feedback. Uh,
1: I guess we could talk. I don't know. Bob is kind of out of the picture. I don't think we're yeah, gonna see Bob's, him again. Bob's off to Detroit. He's he's working at Buick now, and he turned. She got. Uh, she turned him down. Joan uh-huh. did uh cutler i don't know what cutler does after this it seems he was defeated in the end sure by this this not boat. defeated but well he is everybody's saying fuck you we're gonna sell this company and he goes all right fine. yeah rest, yeah i'll put his money. hand up sure, uh, sure. you know whatever what it's a lot of money I'd, yeah this guy um i don't know what to do
2: i don't know what teddy does i don't know either that is interesting. I don't care as much cuz the, so these guys were all broadly foils at one time or another for Don Draper and they're yeah. no longer effective at that and same thing with Lou like to some people like you know how's how's Don going to relate to Lou it's like I don't I don't really care cuz I've seen him fight these guys and I've seen him beat these guys. So yeah, the I'm- last season's got to be something more than just another rehash of Don destroying these guys professionally yeah don fighting lou is not interesting at all because he's not even his peer right don's a partner this guy isn't there's, sure, there's no fight but to they had Dad the there. weird like you know he's kind of your boss type of deal last and it was a joke and everybody knew it was a joke they did
1: but lou was so worried i mean lou was like oh yeah. my god don's coming back i'm fucked yeah then yeah, good you <laughs>
2: were right to be worried
1: yeah yeah and get now, your
2: bamboo abomination out of don's <laughs> office and get the hell out of here <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's it's apparently his wife's he his wife has a sense of humor. Uh oh, she yeah. she's, she's a card. Like, as she's he a says. caution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh we can talk about Stan and Ginsburg. I don't think we'll ever see Ginsburg again. He's off to the funny farm. Nope. Cut yep. off his nipple. Yep. Uh couldn't handle the, the technology, thought it was making him gay, and yep. somehow the outlet was his nipple. It's yep. gone. Yep. Uh and he's he's not coming back. Stan though. W- what's what's in this for Stan? You think Stan is just happy to to while away in the art department, sure. doing his thing,
2: smoking doobies? Sure. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if I kind of like him and Peggy as a as a couple. I mean, I I, I do, I too. I, I'm I do this, too. I'm feeling this. I'm getting this fucking shipper trap. I know. Where like yeah. I'm defining these relationships by who they end up coupling up with. But uh-huh. having said that, <laughs> it's a hell of a lot of fun, uh-huh. uh, and I always like their energy together. And it seems like there was yeah. a little bit of things like she'd find out that he was seeing somebody and it'd be like, oh, um, so there's definitely. And, you know, Stan's a hell of a guy. I like him. I like yeah. his beard. I <laughs> okay. like the cut of his jib. Uh-huh. Uh, I like the fact that he thinks Don's suicide ad is fucking brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he's become he was like this piggish dick. Yeah. And he's become so much more. He has thoroughly changed over other the than of the ken series. he's probably the most likable douchebag bullpen guy that this show has produced
1: yeah ken's just more sympathetic all around <laughs> i mean well you like get your eye shot, taken out and, yeah you're you're uh, like a
2: dread pirate roberts now with a peg leg and yeah. an eye patch. and sure you know he's not very sympathetic harry 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 no it, it's fun to see him That's get the shit thing. On. like i i i want to try to head off the email i i know I know he's good at his job, and they made a point that he Uh is trying to drag this company kicking and screaming into the future, which is all good stuff, and he's he's good at his job. (laughs) But look at him. Look at him. Look at the things he does. I mean, this is a man who eats two
1: sacks of White Castle in a car because he can't stand to be with his family. He comes into a meeting where he hasn't signed the paperwork because he's negotiating for a deal. They're selling the company. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm in. How do I get in on this, guys? No, get out of here. It's like if it, so
2: so it Harry is like Pete just as grimy just as slimy if you uh-huh. take away all Pete's ambition <laughs> all of Pete's standards for himself okay and his ego if you just take all that away you, you you've got this primordial uh Uh, The grimy pimp. I mean, it's I I think the one makes my skin
1: crawl, man. The one thing that sets him apart from Pete in my mind is I don't feel like Harry has a mean streak in him. Whereas Pete is a vicious
2: little shit. Yes, that's true. That's true, but I think part of that is the ambition and the pride. <laughs> oh, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> you take that out. Like he's kind of devolved. like all the other guys have gotten more complicated and Kin, like arguably one of the douchiest characters from the early seasons, has become uh-huh. kind of this noble figure. Mm-hmm. But Harry, like the guy who like got choked up and had to run out of carousel ad, the guy that felt so bad for was it almost cheating or did he in fact cheat on his wife at that one at office concert? party? Oh, oh, at the office party. He's just devolved yeah. into this. Not Guy just doesn't give a shit, just lets himself completely go personally and has this weird battle with his own self-respect and ego that gets him in trouble at work. I mean, Mm -hmm. I don't know. He's like a less successful version of Pete. Yeah, pretty much. He's fun. He's a lot of fun to watch. I like him. Like I don't hate Pete. I mean, I do. I hate him. But I love watching him. I love watching him. He's (laughs) a great character. For sure.
1: Uh, That's about it. I think that's, that's most of the main characters here who are likely to get a lot of time. Uh, in the the following season,
2: uh, one thing I so I kind of want to make a couple predictions. We talked about Peggy and Don. That's kind of my my big gold star prediction. Mm. But I think that in the first episode, they're going to. I've got this idea of them going through Bert's office. And like going through a whole bunch of, you know, Sterling Coup memorabilia and maybe they have his will read or Hmm. and that's going to be the impetus even more so than the hallucination, which maybe Don tries to shrug off. That's going to be the impetus for Don to do the change that he's going to like Hmm. leave something to him in his will that's very meaningful or Mm -hmm. I, I don't know exactly what. But that something's going to come out of this. That 18th century Japanese painting. <laughs> the erotic squid painting. Uh-huh. Octopus painting. Something's going to come out of that that's going to make him uh, want to get out of that contract. And maybe okay. something that will have people be a little bit more sympathetic. Like something maybe even Joan can't hate him on. Hmm. Although again, that's a lot of money. <laughs> uh, talked about Peggy and, and Don uh, coupling up. Uh, yeah. Talked about Megan um, getting scared about the Manson murders, and... Let me ask you this. Let's go back to Pete for a second.
1: Yeah. Is there any chance that Pete is happy with this? I, I think her name's
2: Bobby. Um, what The realtor? The realtor, no, yeah. No, they blew up. There's no way. I think she, at the end, oh, saw Oh, you're him, right, they did, yeah. Saw him for what he really is, and you know and and the same they're thing like he sim- almost similar, got though. back together with trudy too and he fucked that up oh with the cake the birthday cake thing yeah he yeah. I, I thought he was just there to see his daughter yeah i'm but i'm saying that like wasn't she dressing like in a sexy nightgown and there like she was mm. acting like that she could potentially get back together with him or is that the season before that i think there was the season before that mm, okay in this season, he slams a beer into his daughter's birthday
1: cake. Yeah, and storms off. Yeah, that's the, uh, uh, yeah. I, okay, so I, I think you're right. They did they did blow up in the end. Uh, she got tired of how he was treating
2: her and took off. Yeah. So never mind. Yeah, I don't like I said I I, I don't know what Pete Pete's happiness looks like. I'm not rooting for it. <laughs> so I. I got most of my theory. I guess theories. That do you have any? You got any bold predictions? Bold predictions. Um,
1: I mean, nothing other than, you know, where I think some of these characters are headed that we've kind of already talked about, you know, like Joan. I think, I think Joan, I, I want Joan to be happy. Um, she's had a significant growth as a character over the course of these seven years as well. Uh, and I want that to pay off for her. Um, I felt like. She made probably the right call with Bob. Mm. I mean, if she wants to be of course. completely fulfilled, I think Bob's not the person for her. But I would like to see her happy. So I, God, I my, I, my prediction with Don is clashing with what I want for Joan. Like, I think Don is going to blow up this deal because he doesn't feel right about it for some reason. Um, I think Joan's going to be pissed. I want Joan to be happy, though, and I want Joan to find somebody by the end. So that's mm-hmm. my prediction. I think Joan will find something that that makes her fulfilled personally.
2: Um, that isn't just her job. Yeah, I agree. And it doesn't have to revolve around a man. Yeah, uh, not necessarily. No. Anything else? Uh, nah. Does Don than, die? Does Don Don take a header off of the the building? And Th- land, those are two different questions. Land does Don, on the Don couch? kill himself, or does Don die? Or, Don's not – we talked about this in the last wrap-up. Don is not currently on a suicidal arc. No, doesn't seem like it. He is on an upwards, some kind of emotionally uh, uplifting, catharsis-type experience. I think that will
1: continue to the end of the series. I, I can't imagine I, – I don't know. The statement that this series would be making <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
1: about being a human being in the 50s and 60s
2: would be so dark if Don were to just kill himself. You know, I would never thought you could have an uplifting suicide. And then I saw the movie Birdman. Okay. <laughs> and it's kind of reevaluated how some of this stuff can go in the hands of really talented storytellers. Hmm. Um, so you think know. it doesn't necessarily have to be that bleak if he kills himself? Ah. Uh, yeah, I mean there's I, I, like i said I, I i don't know exactly how it could go because the thing the thing about Don killing himself is then his kids don't have a father, yeah which that's kind of don's i think a number one thing um that we need to get out a happy ending is the that, thing that, that, that destroyed don can him. see that his kids are gonna be okay, yeah, yeah, or at least he's in a position to help them as much as possible because your kids are never gonna be okay all you can do is be hope to be in a position to help them. Yeah, um, that he's got a functional relationship with his his family, the things that really matter to him.
1: The thing that makes this series so hard to predict is that it's not traditional television. There doesn't need to be a happy ending. Nobody's waiting for that happy ending. This is this is more a story of people living their lives, and sure, that makes this very difficult to predict. Because mm-hmm. any other show, I would say, yeah, of course they're going to do a happy ending for Donny's the main character. This one I don't know, I
2: I really don't know. There's I, different shades. Like, did Breaking Bad have a happy ending? I would say yes. Uh, sure, I, I would too. With the very broadest definition of those terms, you know. But yeah, um, but what, the, is the this mad, is even, what is the mad? What is the Madman version of a Breaking Bad ending? It's something more pedestrian. It mm. feels
1: like. Um, I mean, granted, nobody's cooking meth in this series. Pete Pete
2: gets the gets off to Alaska. While 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 Don he gets <laughs> no, him, he I think buys Pete a place in just... Alaska as Don jumps off to the <laughs> the to top of the building.
1: Uh no, I I don't know. I think it's gonna be something far more nuanced and uh like I said, pedestrian than a
2: suicide. Some dramatic
1: okay. event of killing. I yourself. agree. It
2: doesn't it, it doesn't feel right to me that Don is going to off himself like that or abandon his family, which is the other problem I have yeah. with the D B Cooper storyline. Hmm. Or him resuming the Dick Whitman lifestyle as like a, a a fugitive on the run. Like it would be in keeping with his character because like, that seems like his first thing is like when things are you know tough. uh, Yeah. Let's just go start over. But I feel like that that would be a betrayal for my character expectations for him. So I don't want him to die and I don't want him to abandon his kids. Otherwise. Okay. Anything else? Or should we get the feedback? Let's go to feedback. All right. Feedback. Uh, Stephanie Brown Anderson's up front says, I want to go on record as a Peggy Don shipper. Welcome to the bandwagon. All right. Uh, they may not end up together, but I definitely see something between them. I kind of think anyone who doesn't see it just doesn't think Peggy is hot enough for him. Whoa, shots fired. <laughs> Jesus. Elizabeth I, Moss is not going to be happy about that. I, first of all, I'm going to tweet it to her and Elizabeth. let her know you said it. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Moss is plenty hot for anybody. Mm. Debatable, but okay. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> I not, apparently, I'm going to send her my own tweet as well. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm going to tweet your ass now. Um,
2: <laughs> I think people have a lot of principled reasons for being against a Peggy-Don relationship. But the thing that blew me away, yeah. I, I, there's a five-page uh, interview between Sepinwall and Matthew Weiner that I just read this morning, mm. and his the final question Seppenwell asked him is, did you ever think at any moment that Peggy and Don might get together? And he's like, well, first of all, you got to watch the series. But he acknowledges like, yo, no, it's all there. Like there is something that is not chaste, but it's not romantic. There's Mm -hmm. something you can't really define, but there's definitely this love and respect and kind of desire between those two. Yeah. And also, you know, Peggy, Peggy's had a lot of Don-like experiences. Peggy has abandoned a child. Peggy has kind of become a different person than who she was supposed to be. Like, you know, sure. you get pregnant yeah. as a secretary and you marry the dude that knocked you up and you kind of become a drudge wife in that era. <laughs> um, and she chose to abandon that path and and, and kind of forge her own identity. Mm-hmm. There's very few people that can understand what that's like. And especially them, their relationship with advertising and the love of that creative process. Yeah. It's a lot of there to work on. Uh, she continues and says, I'd also like to see Joan and Roger kiss and make up and get hitched. <laughs> Do not <laughs> I think that's going to happen. Yeah, I doubt it.
1: Um, that would not make Joan happy, right? I mean, Roger would have to change so fundamentally to, to make sense with Joan. Well, he is kind of working he his is. way towards that. Yeah, LSD
2: is helping him along that path, but I don't know if he's far enough along yet. I mean, he could be the coolest Peter Pan for a colony of Lost Boys, which includes his <laughs> grandson and his bastard child. Exactly. That would be pretty, pretty cool. Who's the Captain Hook in that scenario? Uh, Ken, I think. Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd have to be. <laughs> it is. And some GM exec can be his crocodile, you know, the swallowed a clock. Yep. Followed him with a pistol and a, <laughs> and a fifth of gin and, and a hot rod from Detroit. Uh, she says if Peggy doesn't end up with Don, then I hope she ends up with Stan or her cute lesbian friend from Time Magazine. Okay. Uh, I think the cute lesbian friend is tied down to HBO's Girls Now. But, uh, yeah, I, I Stan totally. Stan's a stand-up guy. Uh, Jenny Anderson, uh, I can only assume related to Stephanie Brown, uh, has the counterpoint. I'm in the camp of not having characters neatly ending up in happily ever after relationships. Joan slash Roger, Don slash Peggy, Peggy slash Stan. I think it takes away from the quality and realism of the show. Yeah. But I have faith in the wiener that he will not disappoint. I will be seriously grieving when the show ends, but I'm excited for the next seven Sundays. That's
1: the thing. Some characters need happy, positive endings. Others need... Depressing, sad
2: endings. Yeah, but I like what is that's life. Is what is realistic in the show? Like Don going out to Disneyland and marrying Megan on a whim is entirely realistic. Yeah. Also slowly realizing over the decade who his soulmate is would be realistic. I mean people do this shit all the time. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be just matchy matchy kind of Hollywood stuff and God, this show's laid enough tracks to make almost any pairing work. (laughs) It's true. Uh, Pete and Joan. There you go. <laughs> God, what a step down for Joan. What would be. you do? What would you do <laughs> if Pete got her out of moment of vulnerability and was able to put a ring on that? I I would put confidence in the idea that it will not
1: last, <laughs>
2: and that Joan will come to her senses. Uh, D says, I hope Don ends up alone with every woman in the world having finally wised up to him. All right. that right. I'm actually fine with too. Don being alone as long as and that would actually make him. I kind of think Don might be okay with Don being alone. I think so, too. Yeah. Like, I am a dangerous weapon. I need to be kept away <laughs> from from anyone that I could hurt. Sure. Uh, maybe I can focus my energies on my kids. That would be uh, an actually uplifting ending for him. Yeah, I think so. Uh, Bronco Truck from Miami said I know this is really unlikely it probably won't happen But I've heard some rumors that this season will end with Peggy and Joan leaving SCDP And starting their own all female huh. Fox Force 5 firm <coughs> I actually added all that stuff uh-huh. This would become a spinoff show called Mad Women Personally I don't think this is a really great idea And I doubt the wiener would be game to do a Mad Men spinoff mm. What do you think about Peggy and Joan Starting their own company I think that's fine Sure why not
1: yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't have a problem with it. Like any any reason to say no? It's just I don't know. Are they how how close are they? I'm I'm trying
2: to remember how it's weird how much of a relationship they have because they have had adversarial relationships. Oh, yeah. They've had uh-huh. uh, moments where they realize that they're kind of the women with some power around there. Yeah. Um, I I, I don't know. I don't I. Them working together professionally, why not? I don't see anything that would suggest that they wouldn't work well together. Yeah. I I suppose that could happen. Uh, He continues, I was wondering how you guys would feel about Don getting back together with Megan before the series end. Personally, I don't want to see that kind of backtracking happening, especially since there's only going to be seven episodes. I feel like the relationship ended perfectly at the end of the last episode, and I don't want to see any more of that getting dragged out. She's an up-and-coming actress in California. Point of fact, I don't think she is. I think one of the things yeah. we saw last season is that she's kind of a failed actress who missed her opportunity and is kind of in denial about that.
1: Yeah, and 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 she's scrambling and desperate and
2: uh-huh. yeah, that's the impression I got too. But uh, and he's trying to get his life back together in New York. I'd be more interested in him forming some kind of lasting relationship for his kids. Yeah. I totally agree. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. Um, again, I see them getting back together as a final fling type of thing, but not anything permanent. Yeah. Uh, Kenny A said, maybe you can comment on how Joan is being such a mega bitch to Don. I think we commented on that fully. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: Uh, Ben R has a really cool take. Uh, Actually, his wife had a cool take. In season one of the Twilight Zone series, there's an episode about an ad exec who literally stumbles into his childhood to revisit and relive his memories and is transported back to his present day where he visits his home Town and the carousel that dwells within this this uh, town. Hmm. In the Madman episode, the wheel, the carousel, pitches an obvious nod to that Twilight Zone episode. It would be cool for it to come full circle in the series finale, showing Don as an old man reflecting on his past, looking at his carousel. Uh, I don't know. What do you think about that? Like a I, final shot, sort of thing. Yeah, kind of like a uh, Godfather two, only mm-hmm. with the. Uh, uh, the uh, Michael being a lot older, just kind of looking out on the park bench, looking out over a lake, pondering his life.
1: Yeah, why not?
2: Uh, having the carousel speech, kind of like you know, as a as a vo- voiceover. It's I like the core of the idea that them paying homage to the Twilight Zone episode and going back to that season one, kind of reminding that history. But that mm-hmm. my ideas suck. The ones I've like, you know. Trying to try envision the ideas like there's no way w- Wiener would do it better. Okay. Double uh, A Ron R said, I know these last few episodes will deliver. After seven episodes, I've grown to care about each character, and I'm deeply and I have to say goodbye to each. Even if they pull a season five, of The Wire, I will still say with confidence that Mad Men <laughs> is one of the greatest television shows of all time. That's a good point. Uh, the more I think about it, the more I think even that this last season is a d- disaster, it will probably be kind of a brave Uh, ambitious disaster and in no way will tarnish the rest like you're right there was no kind of overarching statement about a particular character like unlike like Breaking Bad for example Um, there's almost nothing they can do to really destroy the experience of what we've had watching the last seven years of Mad Men
1: yeah I mean the, the worst they can do is destroy this last half season and I they would have to go just so, so against the grain of the show. I think, I think the show in some ways writes itself, like not, yeah. not the individual specific events that happen, but the tone in which it's told and the relationships these characters have. Um, they've done such a strong job with that. I, the only way they could betray the series is to just go completely out of character, try something too bold and too different, uh, if they kind of stick to their formula, I think they'll be good no matter where these characters end up.
2: I think you're right because it's not like they have to have some big showy piece where we have – it's like, oh, they have to get here. How are they going to get there? They could go yeah. anywhere. Yeah.
1: They're not writing to anything.
2: No. Yeah. And, and specifically, Matt Weiner has said
1: we're not writing. He doesn't go and have have this big vision for the end of the series. He was writing season by season by season. Just saying, let's take these
2: people to the next logical step. And I think that in reading some of the interviews I've seen, he seems pretty pleased with himself, and okay. not in like the smug kind of like way that <laughs> yeah. you might expect him to be. But, but like he's not biting seri- his nails, saying "Good," a God, serious I hope reflection. Like, this. like, and the fact that he's had like uh, the way I read it is he's edited and did did the sound mix pretty much by himself with another person for this entire final season, and mm-hmm. he wrote and directed. He wrote three episodes at least. There's Some of this information is yeah. not final, but he's directed the final two, wrote and directed the final two. Hmm. So I feel like that, yeah, he personally is piloting this thing in. He's put a lot of love, a care, and craft into it. He's poured everything into it, and it's going to be good. I don't know what it's going to be, but it's going to be good. Yep. Uh, Rachel A. had a really cool theory uh, that involves the monolith IBM computer story from this season. Okay. Uh, I'm rewatching season one and I found a really interesting connection in episode three of season one Don be- begins with Don on a train and he's recognized by an old army buddy from Korea who knows him as Dick Whitman as his friend is leaving he hands Don his business card and it's subtle but you can clearly see the IBM logo on it <laughs> if Don if they you know if Don does pursue the IBM account like he suggested in the first half of the season it'd be a really interesting twist if his old army buddy recognizes him again and blew his cover after all his years. Uh mm. What would the reveal of Dick Whitman get? Uh, what would come of that at this point? I don't think anyone on the firm cares, and I don't know yeah. what the legality of all this stuff is, too. Because it's a good question for the United States either. for for him to for him to be sued or prosecuted. Wouldn't there have to be a victim? And he, I don't think he's he hasn't been cashing the army checks or anything like that. Hmm uh if, yeah I, anything I really Anna, Anna Draper could have gone after him but he took care of her and I, I just don't know there's no
1: chance that the draft gets mixed up in this is there no
2: he's,
1: he's too, old too old to get drafted yeah. I
2: think we talked about everyone even Stan which would I be interesting so. if he had to go to war but everyone is 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 too old to be drafted at this point that we that we know and care about because I was thinking that'd be an easy way for the government to find out that you're not who you say you are it'd <laughs> be one thing when they were doing like a, a If it could have blown up a deal, like, you know, they're trying to get a top secret clearance like they were when they're working with Lockheed. But this is like, I don't see there's a, like, Don's going to jail or Don has to go on the run. Yeah, I can't imagine. A personal embarrassment at best. Yeah. Or at worst, I should say. Uh, Ben R says, looking forward to the Mad Men happy hour cast. My favorite of all time. I can only hope you do a Mm rewatch of the early seasons as I'm not ready to say goodbye to Mad Men discourse. Don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. Yeah, that, no, no promises on that. But It sounds like the type of thing we'd like to do, but yeah, there, I have no idea what our schedule is going to look like. Hmm. Here are my observations on 7.1 and speculations for 7.2. Uh, in the better half episode from Season 6, Duck Phillips tells Pete, let's talk about Burt Peterson, the former Sterling Cooper and CGC head of accounts. I just got him a vice presidency at McCann. Could the worm finally turn for Burt and give him a chance to get revenge on Roger? Or does Roger fi- get to fire Burt a third time.
0: <laughs>
2: that would be pretty funny. McCann, Welcome to the merger. You're fired.
1: <laughs> well, McCann Erickson is going to own 51%. I had a, I had a few conditions of my own. <laughs> you get to keep <laughs> maybe, Don Teddy. Maybe so. I get to
2: fire Burt. As as a condition of the merger, I, he could definitely do that. Uh, no, I he's, but- I I honestly got to see him fire bird again. That would be so fucking hilarious. It would be amazing. <laughs> and you got it. That I guess this has got my juices flowing. Though I I'm wanting to see Roger do more Roger things. I don't really want a sober, more mature Roger. I want to see him going out. You know, okay. with the bond mots and the quick quips and the effortless displays of corporate power. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Cutler didn't fire Lou. He just told him to get back to work. In theory, both Cutler and Lou still work for SC and P, even though they're operating under McCann's umbrella. How will Don deal with Lou and Cutler now that he can't be kicked out? I, I, like I said, I don't care. This is this is th- that would be a rehash of a villainy that has that the Don's already won, mm-hmm. and now he's even in a stronger position, or he's leaving the firm. Which you know, either one of those. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I, I could see him firing Lou. Like, I, I don't know that he needs Lou around if he's back in old
2: Dawn form. Will the tiki bar get thrown off the top of the building? God, I hope so. Yeah. And land right on the couch? Along with the rum. <laughs> I have a theory that Gene Draper has a form of mild autism. He's turning six, going into the first grade at this point, yet can't speak. Will this get any attention? Can't He can't speak? <sighs> I don't know that he can't Is speak. Never it he, he can't. I I thought no. I think that, that Henry and Betty were talking about him kind of being a bit stunted, but Maybe. it could also just because he's been raised in a Frankenstein castle with no love, <laughs> much like a feral wolf child.
1: That that could be it. Yeah.
2: Um. But no, I don't know if it's going to get any attention, and I don't know because again, we're not going to have a time jump. So, yeah, I don't know how much I want this season to.
1: I don't have a deal with Betty and I don't even consider Gene
2: like a Draper child. It's weird. He's just this thing that came up and no one really wants (laughs) to give any attention to. Sure. He's Judah from The Walking Dead. Maybe someone should just shoot him in the face with a shotgun. Uh, In season seven, episode five of The Runaways, Megan asked Stephanie if the father of her baby knew she was pregnant. Stephanie said, no, I'm afraid he would murder someone just to stay in jail. Also notice how later when Megan is at the party and talks to her actor friend, she says in passing, I thought she was his daughter. Her friend replies, don't you want to see what happens next? Kind of an interesting remark intended for us to think it was referencing Stephanie. The comments weren't made for no reason. Is this more of the wiener screwing with us or will we see a reference to the Tate murders in the season premiere? I don't know about the season I, premiere, but... Yeah, I would be surprised if they don't at least reference them. Because she's living in the neighborhood. Yeah. At the time and the place, like, yeah. And, yeah, something will be will come of that. Unless, mm-hmm. again, it's just the wiener screwing with us and laughing. <laughs> uh, he thinks Donna Peggy have rekindled their creative relationship and Ted is moving back to New York. It will be interesting to see the dynamic between the three of them. Since Ted nearly committed suicide in an airplane with the Sunkiss execs... Uh, Uh, the oranges of death strike again, I have strong feelings that Ted may actually be a shadowy figure jumping off the building, referencing the series opening credits. Hmm. Would that be interesting? Ted committing suicide. I could definitely see it more than Don, yeah. Ted seems much more of a lost soul at this point.
1: Yeah, and he's being, like, he was almost swindled into this deal. Like, he's telling Don, fuck this, I want out of advertising. I can't do this for another five years. It would be the death of me. And Don gives him a pitch... Yes. And Teddy's like, okay,
2: fine. He sells him the pistol that he can put in his mouth.
1: Yeah, so I it's can It's actually totally ergonomically see... designed
2: to be inserted <laughs> in the mouth. It's got a rubber guard around the barrel, so you won't chip your teeth. And, <laughs> I, yeah. I could definitely see Teddy being the one <laughs> to to jump off that building. Uh, he continues, I think it's safe to say, and we can say with certainty, that Don Draper will not die. This would be an incredibly unsatisfying way to have Don's children to grow up without a father and for Betty to have sole custody. Ugh. Way too dark. God. I agree. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, I I I, I was, would be bummed out if he lost his connection to his kids. I never <laughs> considered the fact that then they would be imprisoned by the Betty monster. Yeah, that'd be bad. Yikes. What might happen is Don wants to escape from being under McC- McCann's thumb once and for all, and he somehow fakes his death to get rid of the partnership, cashes out his life insurance policy, renames himself Dick Whitman, and moves on. I don't like that for the same reason that, he, I mean, it's essentially the death without him dying. And Don Draper's mm-hmm. life is not important to me. Don Draper's relationships are what's important to me. Yeah, definitely.
1: And and he seems, I, I don't know. I, I just don't, I don't feel like Don wants to go back to being Dick Whitman either. Well, I think I, Don is starting to make he, peace with Don Dick Whitman, though. Like merge Starting like, to, yeah. I mean, when he goes back to his house and he shows kids the kids the house he grew up in and stuff, that, that was a moment, certainly, of that.
2: Superman 3, garbage compactor. <laughs> the, evil, the, the, the evil Don Draper and the good sure. Dick Whitman fight each other, and they merge together stronger and healthier. The, okay. <laughs> Why not? Can we get... Do they have laser vision? Can we get some synthetic kryptonite? That's what we need. Yes, we do. Uh, final email that's a good one Daniel from Omaha said I've been watching Mad Men since season one has aired and I've never rewatched the series about a month ago I got a wild hair and decided to do so rewatched the entire series because oh. I realized I had zero excitement about the show's return holy shit uh, I'm so glad I did because now I see for the first time why the show is a contender for one of the best dramas of all time it's flashy in its own way and it's well written of course But I never found anyone other than Peggy all that likable. After watching the show in its entirety, I now see how amazingly flawed and tragic Don is. Yes, he's a playboy alcoholic, but he's also tragic, and he wants nothing more than to be loved. Ironically, I think people love him, such as Roger, Peggy, and Sally, but he's more focused on romantic love to see that. Season 7A left Don in a hopeful place, something I never thought would happen. My worry is that his triumph with the new business deal and patching up those important relationships will be his last. After watching the show in its entirety, I don't see how Don's, I don't see Don's story ending well. My only hope is that people will, who truly love him will be strong without him. Yes, that's right. I think Don is a goner at the end of the series. Whether he takes off and assumes another life or he dies, I think Don Draper's story will definitively end. Uh, She says, I'll sign off with these two quotes from Don. The first is from Season 2, Episode 9. It's your life. You don't know how long it's going to last, but you know it doesn't end well. You've got to move forward as soon as you can figure out what that means. The second quote is from the first episode of the series. This quote, more than any other, tells me that Don's story will definitively end. The reason you haven't felt love is because it doesn't exist. What you call love is invented by guys like me to sell nylons. You're born alone, you die alone, and this world just drops a bunch of rules on top of you to make you forget those facts but I never forgot I'm living like there's no tomorrow because there isn't one. Hmm. Pretty dark. Yeah. But Don, Don's come a long way since those days. He has.
1: Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, certainly I, th- there's a certain part of that sentiment with which I agree. Um, that, you know, everybody's going to die. Eventually your life's going to come to a not happy ending. Um, you can only hope that I think the connection to, to his legacy is his kids. And that's the thing that he needs to focus on more than, more than making himself necessarily a better person. He needs to help out his children. Mm -hmm. And that could be his happy ending, whether, whether he gets a happy ending or not is, is different. Um, I don't know, man, I just don't think it needs to be as final as that, but I suppose it could be like, like,
2: yeah, I don't know. I guess. Like I said, I who knows? Like, there's nothing you could say as a premise for the ending of this series, which I would dismiss out of hand as uninteresting or uh, depressing or not good enough. Because if, I mean, I could probably make a lot of, dif- I could probably just pitch you the finales of a lot of different seasons. And if you didn't know how it all ended, uh, you would be like, that's kind of ridiculous. Like, Don steals sure. the company from the Brits. Like, if I told you that at the beginning of season, like, the end of season two, you'd be like, huh, okay. I mean, but it turned out to be one of the crowning moments of badass for the whole series. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Like, Don dying, Don living, Don... It sounds like you have no expectations for this, and I think that's the way to go into this season. I have expectations of excellence. Yeah. But I don't have any, like, this might be you the first time I've gone You don't have any definition of what into, that means. Yeah, yeah. Which is good for the wiener. Good on him for manipulating me and such. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah that makes it, his job a hell of a lot easier yeah for sure all right is that it for the feedback i think so um you know we always one of my one of the reasons this is my favorite one of my favorite i don't know if it's my favorite it's probably my favorite podcast okay. to do is because <laughs> the feedback we get so many people from different walks of life ages and experiences and this show kind of in gate encourages the kind of deep dives that mm-hmm. is super interesting for me um so please, please send in stuff to madmen at baldmove.com. Uh, you can participate on our forums, which is a new thing for this year, at forums.baldmove.com. Uh, you can follow along our release schedule on facebook.com, slash baldmove, and Twitter, at baldmove. Uh, please check out club.baldmove.com. Uh, see if uh, you know the value that we bring merits a membership in that. We will be doing a live watch uh, for the East Coast uh, watching of Mad Men. Uh, we think we're working out technical issues well we are definitely doing it for that. this weekend because okay, there's no technical fine. issues um i am not sure going forward how we're gonna make it make it happen but uh I think that the premiere for sure will be a lot of fun to watch with you guys, yeah if you don't know what a live watch is uh, I will actually post two public examples we did of the demo um f- in the show notes here so you can kind of look at it it's essentially we give you a very heavily heavily redacted uh, version of the video feed with Gemini's mugs up in the corner and we talk in real time, our reactions and we make jokes. Um, my favorite bits is us making fun of the commercials or just having random uh, conversations in between the commercials. It's essentially being on the couch with us back in the old days when we first started up and we kind of recaptured that experience and it's, it's been a lot of fun. So hopefully we can figure out a way to make it work in, in Mad Men's future, but we will for sure be uh, back doing that this Sunday uh we will also have our full cast out on Tuesday. And yep. hopefully will hear uh I'll hear from a, a lot of you guys. All right, cool. Well uh yeah, we'll see you guys next week,
1: uh right after the episode. Till then I'm Jim. I'm Aaron, see ya. <laughs>